In this episode, we will be diving into three allegedly true ghost stories. Before we get into it, please make sure to give my Instagram a follow. You can find it in my channel's about page or in the description below. Additionally, if you have any scary stories that you wish to send me, my email will also be linked in the description below. Sit back, turn the lights off, enjoy, and remember, don't look behind you. Haunted Museum For short background, I recently landed a sweet overnight security guard job at a museum, a museum I loved as a kid. Well-paying and an awesome camera-watching job. It's a modern building with big windows and modern steel and glass architecture. Not an eerie mansion with spooky stuff hiding around every corner. During orientation, both and the other trainee asked about ghosts. We both wondered if our doubts about the paranormal would be disproven after working here. Our bosses downplayed it to us. They work in the day and we're just some college kids that they probably wanted us to focus on our work and not be spooked out. But the other night shift guy, who was quite experienced, told us about a few unexplained things, such as odd smells suddenly developing out of nowhere and disappearing, weird vibes around our older and more morbid artifacts, a KKK outfit, two African-American male and female disembodied voices having a conversation hovering in the lobby area. And so I went to work. I quickly got the hang of the job, and I enjoyed it, and still enjoy it. But soon, I began to encounter odd things I couldn't explain. Keep in mind I still didn't believe in the paranormal at this point. Here are my unexplained experiences in the order in which I experienced them. These experiences seem, in retrospect, to be escalating and building on each other, as I failed to acknowledge the ghosts. I felt multiple presences on the second floor, where most of our artifacts are specifically around a KKK outfit, which is behind an exhibit on the black troops in the Civil War. You walk around there at night, it can sometimes almost feel like walking past several people. Soon the presences became physical. They constantly knocked on metal right next to me. I still didn't believe in ghosts at this point and tried to debunk it. I couldn't. There is still constant unexplained noises when you walk by, some of it likely mechanical, others quite distinctly odd. One time I heard someone tap the exhibit glass, try to debunk this as well, and I couldn't. On about October 18th, 2020, the same night I heard the glass tapping, the odd noises and things came to a head. I decided to go out onto the third floor lobby where the experienced guard told me he heard voices. I asked, is anyone here? Multiple times and heard nothing. Before leaving, I loudly said, I'm about to leave, last chance. If you're here, can you make yourself known? Just then, I heard three separate knocks that caught my attention. The final third knock made me look towards the direction of the second floor, the KKK floor, which I was unable to see. I distinctly heard a man's voice echoing from the KKK area, saying something with an upward inflection. I stood there, trying to make sense of what I heard, but it was clear. No one was in the building except me. After this, I believe in ghosts. This next one actually happened around November 8, 2020. I heard someone talking outside the security office three times. 
The first time, I thought my mind was playing tricks on me. The second time, it sounded like a muffled woman. The third time was muffled again outside my door, but it sounded like some again. Also, no one else was in the building except me. In conclusion, I spoke to the experienced guard again about this. He admitted to me that he had downplayed much of the paranormal stuff and told me the museum was teeming with ghosts. Here's what I learned. The two African-American voices aren't just in the grand lobby. They also talk next to the security office, where I recently heard the woman. The senior guard also heard the man on the second floor about five times. He had not told us about this spirit before I heard it. He also believes there is a demon or something malicious in the taxidermy storage vault. I've been in there and definitely felt the pressure, like a pressure to get out of there. But that may be my mind playing tricks on me. He also thinks they might not be attached to any of the objects, but just might be here. I know a hundred-year-old school for minorities, and later disabled kids, was quite violently demolished to build the museum, and the school's front exterior was rebuilt in the interior of the museum. However, that is the extent of my historical knowledge of the building. The ghosts do not seem malevolent or physical. They do not interact directly with you or hurt you. Personally, I believe that these ghosts or spirits just seem to be hanging out here and that most of what they do is to get you to notice them. I've done the, I'm not here to help or hurt you, I'm just here to keep things safe and protected, speech, and, which subsided much of the activity, I think this is because I acknowledge them. Anyways, these are my ghost experiences. Supernatural Encounter This was back when I was in college, in 2013-ish. I was living in Seattle at the time with three other roommates who were all out of the house when this happened. I had been home alone for most of the night and decided for some genius reason to watch a scary movie around midnight. It was the one where there were no laws for 24 hours and you can do whatever you want. Honestly, this part's not that important. So, while I was watching it, my roommate's cat kept looking at the specific corner of my living room and meowing, which he rarely did unless he wanted to go outside. Throughout the night, he would spastically run around the house like he was being chased, and would give off these little yelps like something was pulling his tail. He'd never done that before, so I was definitely spooked. I know animals are pretty sensitive to paranormal stuff, so my mind immediately went there. After about an hour of watching this movie, and the cat acting really fucking weird, I decided to watch something else. Eventually the cat calmed down and I kinda just forgot about it. Around 2.30, 3am, I decided to go back to my room and settle down, so I turned off all the lights in the house and went to my room. I should quickly explain that my room was on the same floor as all the common spaces. I lived in a duplex type of house, so we had people living below us. The house was the kind where the front of the house was street level, but it was on a hill. So the front floor, I was on the street level, but the back part of the floor where my bedroom was, was a story high. Anyway, I'm home alone, in my room at around 3am chatting on the phone with my boyfriend at the time. We hang up and I'm about to turn off my lights and go to bed when all of a sudden, I hear this three extremely loud knocks on my front door. 
I can't really even call it a knock because it was very loud and very aggressive, like a grown man was banging on my door. I poke my head out of my bedroom door and contemplate whether I should go investigate, which I decide to absolutely not do. One reason for this was because my door had a huge window in the middle of it that had these patterns in the glass where some of the sections were frosted, but others weren't. So, if someone wanted to peek through and take a look at our living room, they could definitely see it. Also, our porch light wasn't working, so no. So I kind of just lay there to wait and see if they'd knock again. After about 30 seconds, I heard it again. Three very loud bangs. I figured maybe it was one of my roommates who forgot their key, so I texted the group chat. No response, and my text turned green. We all had iPhones, so it would have normally been blue. A little freaked, I tried calling my dad, but my phone wouldn't connect and dropped the call. I tried again, and again my phone dropped the call almost immediately. I tried calling my boyfriend, same thing, which was weird because it said I had full bars. I always did my room, and I never had a call drop multiple times in a row before. So obviously I started getting a little worried. Tried calling one of my roommates and same thing happened. I figured, okay, maybe it's one of those instances where I could only call the emergency line. So I called 911 really just to test it. But the call dropped after half a second. I tried texting and none of my texts would go through. They all just turned green. This was all within like three minutes of that banging I heard on the door. I was really scared at this point, knowing that if anything happened, I couldn't even call for help. I didn't know what else to do, so I just laid down and pulled the covers over my head to try and sleep. Next morning, my phone worked perfectly. Roommates trickled in and I asked each of them if they came home and knocked on the door at 3am. They said no. I asked the downstairs tenants if they knocked or if someone knocked on their door. They said no. I also asked our neighbor next to us and across from us when I saw them outside at different points during the next few days, and they all said they didn't have anyone knock at 3 a.m. I don't know what the hell happened, or who was at the door, or why my phone suddenly stopped working. I've been listening to this podcast about BEKs, black-eyed kids, and I wonder if that was possibly what happened since the banging was so aggressive and technology was affected. It really was the phone thing that got me, and with the cat acting really strange earlier, it was just all too weird and very scary. Still freaks me out to this day. Guess I'll never know. Malicious Cafe I've always been interested in the paranormal, and witnessed and experienced some events that I can't explain to this day, but I'm a very rational person, so I always brush it off while keeping an open mind, of course. But one of those experiences left me with no doubt. My current girlfriend used to work at a cafe slash bakery in an old building in Bordeaux. She used to close at night alone because she was the store manager and stayed after the crew was done to count the register, to do all the paperwork, etc. The bakery was made of the storefront, the kitchen in the back, and the office in the back as well. There's also a second floor, which is only storage and the changing rooms for the staff. The building isn't shared, it was only the cafe bakery. She 
told me she felt uneasy as soon as her first shift there. Most nights, she'd hear running footsteps upstairs, the TVs in the sitting area for the customers turning on and off randomly, and the front door's doorbell ringing while the door was not moving. All of that when she was alone. Another co-worker she was close with shared the same experiences with her. I believed her because she has a history of paranormal encounters and is very serious about that stuff, but I wasn't convinced until I witnessed it. I have also worked in the food industry, so I was rarely off when she was working too. One Sunday, I was off so I decided to come pick her up and spend the last 30 to 45 minutes of her workday she usually spends alone with her this time. She gave me a tour of the place and it did feel uneasy, but nothing significant happened except for some rattling noises upstairs. Until I mentioned how quiet her ghost of the bakery was. She was counting the register in the office in the back of the store. I was leaning against the wall in the corridor leading to the office, my back turning away from the storefront. To my right, there was the dishwashing room. There was no door to this room, just an opening in the corridor. To better visualize, I was facing towards the office watching my girlfriend, turning my back to the storefront, leaning against the wall, but seeing the dishwashing room in my peripheral vision. Jokingly, I tell her, I'm glad your ghost decided to leave us alone tonight. Not one second after I finish my sentence, the pile of glasses and dishes in the dishwashing room goes flying. I saw the whole room clearly in my side vision, and there was no one or nothing that could have done that. There was a pile of glasses stacked up in a pyramid, and they flew as if someone ran their hand through the base. It wasn't one glass tripping and bringing down the pyramid, it was legit pushed off. She just told me, I told you he's always there. Since she's used to stuff like this happening, she was almost done so we stayed less than 10 minutes in there, but I could feel a different level of oppression and uneasiness for the whole time. This one sticks with me because there is no rational explanation. I saw the dishes go flying around, and it was a direct response to my joke. I have other experiences that could be explained, but this experience blows my mind even to this day.